Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So when me and Igor started this podcast, we formed it because we're hugely passionate about creativity and business. And we wanted to give people a platform to showcase and share their passion for their business. Well, you're about to find out just how important and integral bringing passion to your business is, because today's guest, Nat, is as passionate about her business as you could possibly be. Did I mention passion enough in this intro? Let's go, team. You won't believe it. I won't believe it. I've remembered the film. Oh, no, you didn't. I did, yeah. No, you didn't. I did actually some work. (laughs) So, So, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go bring, on. Con- yeah. bring context into it. No, you do it. So in the last episode, we were talking about, this is before we even started filming, mm-hmm. we were talking about Hans Zimmer, weren't we? Yeah. Just how incredible. How we love it. The soundtracks are. Yeah. So I've got Hans Zimmer in mind, and there was this track that I can remember from a film, and it, it was bugging me, but I knew that it was... The only clue that Sam gave us was, <laughs> it's... A house on a beach, <laughs> and that's head, literally that's it. <laughs> and then, and then I remember in the car on the way back there was a there's a gun and there's a gunshot. Oh, at the, okay. It's towards the end of the film. You get it yet? I don't. Anyway, know. the problem I had was that it wasn't Hans Zimmer; it was Thomas Newman. Oh, okay. No, and I knew it was in the early noughties. Okay, and I knew well, more clues here, and I knew it was Tom Hanks. And it, Redemption kept coming back to me, but I was like, it's not Redemption because that's Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. No, it's not no. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> But I knew it wasn't Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. It was Perdition. Okay. Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition, yeah. yeah. And the song Road to Perdition. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, got it. But I didn't get it during the episode, did I? That's a classic. Anyway, that is a, a classic. Track. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just thought I'd put you at ease. I know, I know it would be burning you, burning you know, away in your mind. This just shows how obsessive Sam can be. Um, he was about to take Neve to the train station. Neve almost missed a train. <laughs> and <laughs> Sam is still on Spotify. I will find this track. Try to find it. I'm like, I literally had to remove him from the computer and go over there and go and take her. Neve, Neve made her train by about two minutes to spare. So, so funny, but um, yeah. Well, saying that, we are another idea. Yes, we are. Oh, no, sorry, say that again. Saying that, we are another idea. A podcast for creatives and, and self-employed entrepreneurs. Indeed. Who want to... Level up their business. So, yeah. please, do like, share, subscribe, and do all the clickety things that you could to yeah. make us grow what, and um, flourish. What affiliate product are you promoting today, Igor? Uh, today... <laughs> 
is so funny. I've got my I've got my fellow travel mug, which right. actually is called Fellow. Um, it's just nice design. Just look at it. It it's is beautiful. Nice. Absolutely beautiful. You can get them on so, yeah. Amazon. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. Yeah, and um, we'll put an affiliate link under at <laughs> <laughs> the bottom that you can yeah just satisfy your yeah beautiful design. But yeah, that said. Yeah, just do all the sherry stuff. Yeah. Indeed. Help us out um, and leave reviews. You've been saying that recently as well. Yes, please nice. leave reviews because, yeah, they really help us out. Yeah, massively. And we just like reading good stuff. Yeah. It feels like we do these and we're like, oh, does anyone even listen? Yeah. Do they, have, but do they yeah, actually listen? I don't know. I mean, the numbers say they do, but yeah, it's but... really, it's hard to put that into context, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. When that's you just it. see a number on a chart. That's it. So show your face or show yeah. your... Let us know. Your text? Um, <laughs> under yeah. reviews. But yeah. Anyway, let's get this show on the road. Uh, I've got... My, we're on episode three... To, well, episode rec- recording of three today, aren't we? Yes, so indeed. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going with my chamomile again. I feel yeah. like it's yeah, just, yeah. A, just a nice little calm down. I feel like we've had a good day today. We have a really good day. It's oh, been no. rather productive. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's about to get better. <laughs> yeah. We've got Nat Raybold. Mm-hmm. in the studio today hello yes. <laughs> how are you today from London I'm alright yeah. you know my journey here was really easy yeah. there was no one in the train amazing you could put your feet up yep all my feet <laughs> all my 20 feet and I changed seats every stop yeah. I find it really weird when people good. take their shoes off on trains oh no that's not, what, just who now. does that no. Have, hopefully not now I mean, no not, not no. me no, <laughs> no just I just weird. put my feet up with the shoes on even worse on a plane yeah on a plane so which is kind of like <laughs> an even longer journey yeah i get it it's probably people's logic in their mind yeah this is going to be a long journey so you know what i'm going to take my shoes off because i want to feel at home but but mate, couldn't you take like some slipper socks exactly at some, least yeah. you know kind Something. of make it decent yeah that's it but no, I'm, glad people tackled, don't. I'm glad we've tackled that issue. Yeah, yeah yeah we need to f- get some sort of yeah, solution for that. Anyway, we've got <laughs> Nat Raybould in the house, and... You seem really nervous, Nat. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's just that I'm really aware that you've had two really, I'm absolutely really joking. Good. You seem very comfortable already. I'm very, <laughs> very really happy do. to be here. You really, really do. Um, I said secretly to Sam, um, yeah, I think we... For the day of today, we're going to be ramping up in terms of the episodes. The energy is just going to be doing this. And yeah, I've got great expectations for you today. So don't disappoint us. (laughs) There we go. Talk about putting pressure on. You know, I had had this whole thing when I wrote, because I wrote to you. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it puts you out of your comfort zone a bit. And it's not exactly, you know, it's not something you do every day. Yeah, yeah. You two do it every day. Um, And I thought, you know, it's 2023. I could either go and do some therapy because we've had quite a lot of, you know, (laughs) difficult years. Or I could do some marketing, you know, or I could come on another idea and do both. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Both in one day. That's it. Um, So 
just explain to people a little bit of who you are and what you do. Okay, I'm a humanist wedding celebrant. That means that I marry people. Um, the English language doesn't really deal with marrying people very well because uh, it sounds like I marry all the first, people. First can of worms. Right, let's yeah. go. Come on then. Yeah, I marry all the people um, and I marry them in a bespoke way, which means that I write a unique wedding ceremony for them that means everything to them. It just really sums them up. It's exactly their vibe, whether they're poetic, whether they're super fun, whether they're relaxed, whether they're formal, all of the flavours. And then I marry them with that script. And I make, ideally, the ceremony the most important part of the day, because it should be the most important part of the day. Yeah, my friends, one of my best friends got, uh, had it, a celebrant and it was incredible Aww. and I think Zena Birch I was hey! at a wedding with I was at a wedding a couple of years ago where Zena Birch who married you I believe that's right and she was magnificent yeah um, and it does it really kind of just I think I'm not going to get married again I'm not planning <laughs> to but if I was I think that would be the route to go because it just makes it so much more personal yeah um, you know like getting married is obviously a wonderful experience but there can be can be a little bit Stuffing you know, and yeah. kind of like, ooh, a, like just reading off a script. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, say that to everybody. Doing tradition just for the sake of tradition. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it's not always that kind of tradition is necessarily a bad thing as yeah. well. It's just that you want your take yeah. on tradition oh, as well. Yeah. So yeah. your spin on how to exchange yeah. rings or vows and also the things that are important to you as well. You know, it's, it's just the time and the opportunity yeah. to just really. I don't know, open your rib cage. Yeah. And if it's delivered well and properly, then, you know, guests and, and members, like family members, like laugh and cry. And, yeah. you know, that doesn't really happen during a kind of a traditional ceremony. It's just like a formality, isn't it, that we all go through? This is it. Although I would say sometimes people do have a little tear, but, you know, a little tear in a civil ceremony becomes, you know, ridiculous floods of tears at <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> celebrant ceremony. So, you know, stock upon your tissues. Yeah. But um, I think that photographers in particular, they just love celebrant ceremonies because it just feels... You just draw it out. Yeah, it feels like you get more of your couple, you get more from the guests, you get more from the atmosphere. It's just like it's a delicious, biteable atmosphere in a ceremony space and that's just really exciting and it's just beautiful. You're clearly really passionate about it, which is incredible to see. Yeah. Um, But... How does someone go from being an contemporary opera singer hey, yeah. <laughs> to a humanist celebrant? Well, I mean, as you know, Zena Birch married me and my husband Ivan in 2012. So we always knew that we would, as soon as we were engaged, that was like one of the first decisions that we made to have a humanist ceremony. Because as we put it in the first email, that we said to Zena, we said, well, we're romantic atheists and that's how we were. So for us, a civil ceremony just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it just was like, what would it be? I don't know, seven, eight minutes, something like that. And we wanted it to be bigger, more beautiful, more us, more personal, maybe even more musical as well. Um, yeah, so that's what we did. And it was... We knew it would be good, obviously, and we knew that it was very important to us. 
but the whole process of doing it and then turning up on the day and just feeling so comfortable with Zena there, you know, to someone you don't know that rocks up five minutes beforehand. And all of our guests, they just said it was the best wedding they've ever seen in their lives. They said it was just so intense, but in the very best way. It was so ridiculously funny and so very emotional and so real and so human. And so we didn't really know what we had until we went and did it. And I think that's sometimes how it is with celebrant ceremonies, you know? You don't know. You, you can, I, you know, people know what they are. Yeah. Or maybe not enough people know what they are, but certainly in the wedding industry and in the kind of the enclave of the wedding industry that we work in, people know, oh, you can have a celebrant. But to have that feeling where you enter a space and the whole of the... whether It's not even, you know, you can have that feeling outdoors as well. When I say enter a space, I just mean enter the space that we are creating ourselves. That's saying, yeah. You know? And it just... Uh, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I think it's the kind of thing, because I am actually going on to what you asked me, yeah. I promise. <laughs> it's the kind of thing I was always craving when I was a singer, you know? It's that feeling of, of group experience and groups, like getting too poetic here, but you know, everyone's heart beating as one, everyone breathing together, mm. everyone experiencing, experiencing it together. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it's why people go, for example, to cinema and yeah, yeah you wanna not just simply watch the movie, but experience it together and yeah theatre it's exactly the same thing yeah. yeah so I was always moving towards that that was why I was always more interested in contemporary opera contemporary performance contemporary theatre than in doing Mozart Verdi Handel Bach I like all that stuff and you know I can sing it it's fine but there there's yeah me too yeah, <laughs> of course of course <laughs> I've, I've that's known, surely some more I've been known to laugh that a bit back in my time <laughs> Can you imagine that? That would be your new TikTok. Yeah, you don't want to hear me sing. No. <laughs> well, not me anymore because no. I haven't practiced for you. I do. Uh, pretty much every week. Every week. We call each other. We sing to each other. So, yeah. It's just little, little <laughs> yeah. toccatas down the phone. One day we'll be trying to remember the words to fly like an eagle, won't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. But, yeah. And so when you have that kind of more uh, canon, canon, canonic, uh, repertoire like your Mozart, like your Verdi that have been performed thousands upon thousands upon thousands of times there's a culture of perfectionism that comes along with it necessary perfectionism I guess yes you can add to it, yes you can put your spin on it but the likelihood of you finding a new spin on something that's been done literally thousands of times is yeah. yeah, it's it's negligible to nil. And also, you know, that whole... I used to come off stage thinking, oh, I sang, you know, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of notes correctly. That one note, it was the right mm, note. Yeah. So I'm not even saying I sang the wrong note. But I was like, the bloom on the note, it wasn't quite exactly as I'd planned, and the breath control was... It's a perfectionist within, isn't it? It's 
fucking knackering. It's knackering. <laughs> and you go to bed kind of being disappointed in yourself, even yeah. when the whole of the audience, you know, loved it. It was correct. It How was did beautiful. you start? How did you start? How did I start singing? Yeah. Um, when I was uh, at school, I was always very good at music. I was a pianist and a clarinetist, and I used to sing. Uh, in choirs and such like. Um, I was also in a youth theatre as well, so I liked acting and I liked singing. And then when I was at university, I read music and I thought, well, acting and singing is kind of opera. I like both of these things. And because, you know, I'm very old, so I was, <laughs> when I, when I uh, came out of university, it was 1994. So actually there were no, you know, university fees. And I could actually do something that I thought I might. You say that. Yeah, I know. I'm really, I'm really sorry. People are going to hunt you down. You what? I didn't even know that. It was, it was, it was right. It was right on the cusp. To be fair, but yeah. So. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah, so so you had the permission to go and kind of find yourself a little bit without being dead weighted. Yeah. With thirty grand, and I do you know, think that the whole situation with the university, it's really cruel at the moment because yeah. really only rich people can go and find well, themselves. I mean, they say it's not a debt, don't they? And you, you pay it back when you're earning, but it's still, <laughs> it's still, it's still a big, yeah, it's still a big chunk still of money there, like a net. flea, yeah, I don't, it? I just don't, I don't buy into that, um, yeah. that argument. Um, just, just going back to where you are now as a, as a, as a ceremony, it does feel like that, 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 that kind of movement or is it a movement I don't know that, that profession sure is definitely starting to eat, seep into mainstream yeah. weddings now which I think is amazing to see it needs it only it's only going to keep growing I think as people you know it's like you said people haven't not everyone's heard of it yet yeah you know it needs to be talked about more commonly as a as, a, as an option yeah um, definitely I think that it's because you know it's a nice version of covid <laughs> in that it's very infectious as because it's that kind of thing where you can't really understand it until you see it yeah. then guests that go to a celebrant wedding yeah. think oh, well i want a celebrant wedding now i didn't know before i mean the amount of conversations i have where people are just like please please i'll get in yeah. contact i haven't even met yeah. a boyfriend yet but when i do i'll get in contact and, and I think <laughs> this, is the thing, this is the thing with the wedding industry as wonderful as it is you know people do go into it on the whole not really knowing what to expect yeah mm. and there's a, a huge amount of they, you can't prepare something yeah. you can't prepare a couple for a wedding day really yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how much, how many times you tell them, they don't know what's coming. In some ways, that's the beauty of and, it, and it, isn't it? it? Totally yeah. is. Yeah, totally the, is. the unpredictable, the the nerves that are going to come out, the waves of yeah. emotion that going to hit you yeah. that you're not the ready for. Yeah. I, I came into the studio this morning and I delivered a gallery the other day and Charlene sent me a voice note, the bride. Yeah. Um, a 10-minute voice note this morning. Oh. And I, I've listened to it in chunks. It's, it's wonderful. Oh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Just, oh, she oh had a full God. gallery on the Sunday. And it was just talking. She's just talking about how oh, so many, so many things. I'm, I can't. I'm going to go back through it again. But she's talking about all the things that she worried about on the day. Like was her hair right? The flowers weren't how they were meant to be. And now she's got the image. She's like, I don't even care. Yeah. It's not what I remember. Yeah. You know, that's but, right. And it's such a, it's such an unusual experience. It's wonderful. Yeah. But it can be quite cruel as well, mm. can't it, to a lot of people? Yeah. You yeah. Know? 
But to be, to be able for you in that case, to be able to turn that around for her and just create and just give such a such an experience. Well, I think we do that. We do that every time we go to a wedding, yeah. don't we? Yeah, but what a gift. Yeah, it's Yeah, you try it? to, definitely. Yeah. And you know, all those things that no one can even predict. I mean, not withstanding things like flowers aren't exactly what you expected mm. and stuff but even things that are just within no one's control the weather yeah. or i don't know someone fainting that happens at weddings that you makes know. the memory <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah i think it's funny when someone <laughs> faints <laughs> you know things like that do because they actually pinpoint you know there's that whole feeling just before a ceremony starts that's always you know people go on about it far too much on tv and film where it's like squeaky bum time. You know, people are just sitting like that and they just, oh, is, is she coming? And, and it just feels like you have to hold your breath and you're not allowed to even be a human mm. in the space because you'll ruin it. Don't breathe. Gotta be perfect. You'll ruin the hair or the veil or the bridesmaids or you'll wrinkle your brow or... Honestly, it really just needs a, like an eight-year-old. You need to kid shake to it burp, up. Yes, yeah, or yeah, a fart or a dog <laughs> running across or just anything. Yeah, to just say, shh, let's be real. This is this is probably one of the realest moments of your life, or it should be, you know. And that, and that's also another reason why we picked a celebrant ceremony and also why I am a celebrant and I kind of bought the company as it were because you've got to believe what you're saying mm. you know I get that for example when I was a singer you know I sang in church choirs and I sang for people getting married in churches and I could tell the couples where it really meant something to them and they had faith and I could also tell the couples that were basically doing that because it's very pretty and the flowers look nice. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everyone does what they do. But I think... And, and also probably you get family pressure and stuff and there's there's a lot of that still in the wedding industry, I think. So much nuance yeah, yeah, yeah. within it, really. Um, so how was that sort of like first wedding that you... Celebrated? Celebrated? Cel celebrated? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the technical term did. The technical term did. I did, did a wedding. Um, how was it? It was very... I can remember every detail mm -hmm. of doing it. And I was going to ask, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, from your cool. first experience as well, because you jumped into it after yeah. you experienced it yourself within your... Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, as a bride. As a bride, yeah. yeah. So moving from that to, to that day, to the, your yeah. first day, yeah, take it away. Well, I mean, I should say as well, you know, doing training with Humanists UK, we did lots of fake weddings. Okay. So it wasn't like the very first time yeah. that I'd ever done it. But having said that, as many fake weddings as you do, it's still not <laughs> a real okay. wedding. And uh, the couple who I married, they did know that it was my first wedding, but they absolutely were very sweet and trusted me. And we did all the work, more than all the work, because, you know, I was... Were you keen to impress, aren't you? Very, yeah. very, very keen to do it right. I mean, I'm not any less keen now, 
you know, I'm a huge Hermione Granger. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a, the keenest of keen beans. You know what? <laughs> I actually put it on, on, on one of my questions, especially after doing a little bit of research. Um, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you're pretty much like an autobiographer of the couple's relationship. That's, that's, that's what kind of like, because yeah. you're there to kind of like, not just summarize, but very much, yeah, present their relationship, their, their wants, their successes and their hardships in some ways. Tell their story. Yeah, that's it. Tell that's, their story. That's right. To the guests and let's go. Let's get married sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great privilege to do that because, you know, one of the coolest things about a wedding, which everyone knows because everyone invites people to their wedding, it's not a surprise usually. But again, one of the kind of quite overwhelming things that couples experience on a wedding day is they walk in and they literally see everyone they love from different parts of their lives all in one space. And you know they're going to be there, but until you really see your work people sitting next to your university people sitting next to your childhood friends sitting next to your grandma sitting next to etc etc it's it's quite something and they will all know a different you and they will probably know you know one of the partnership more than the other that usually is the case unless you met some friends after you were a couple so there's always something for pretty much everyone to learn yeah yeah so i can just i've really had some shocked (laughs) noises but (laughs) it must be wow the more you talk about it the more i'm kind of like what an amazing job what an amazing job to really delve deep into someone's life and really draw it out and make something out of it but isn't it quite taxing because Yes, it is. It must be quite taxing, surely. It is. It's, um, it, I think it's a bit like being a primary school teacher. I've never thought that before in my life. That has literally just popped out. But I think it is. You know how you have to give 100% when you're dealing with small kids? And I've never been a primary school teacher, but <laughs> I have seen when being a parent on a day trip or going in and reading they have to be a hundred percent on it a hundred percent of the time and if you let up for one second chaos absolute chaos so not only is it um mentally um demanding to to listen to people's vulnerabilities sometimes stories are not always joy and roses you know sometimes the reason I mean, quite, quite often, the reason that couples really realise that they can't live without each other and they want to commit to each other for life, it's usually because they've gone through some sort of hardship yeah, that's and they've supported each other through it and they've realised, wow, you're with me thick and thin, I'm with you thick and thin, let's do this thing, you know? So, um, obviously... Um, all of the stuff I do is completely confidential. I don't even tell Ivan, you know, I don't tell anyone because it's got to be like that. It's got to be absolute trust. But then deciding ways in which one can maybe obliquely refer to these things in a ceremony so that maybe only us three know. Or 
just to be able to say things in certain ways so that people acknowledge because you know on a joyful day wedding days there's often times that you want to acknowledge people that you would have loved to have been there who are not there any longer for whatever reason actually not always a death um reason and you know you can't really enjoy the joy of life until you experience other emotions unalloyed joy is christmas day every day and that's exhausting as well yeah, that's it we've gone on a huge we've gone deep but um i think there must be something there for you as a skill to sort of like be able to to read people and yeah read people and just dissect that really in order to communicate that well um do you find that within like interviews with with couples and then yes i i try to just let them lead it mm -hmm. so poss possibly like you might be doing now i try to say less so that they say more and if i want to jump in i stop myself that's it and I just listen so that they will nod to each other and I will see the way that they interact as well as a couple so it's not just uh, factual getting stories getting dates getting you know colors of walls of pubs that they met in things like that it's also really noticing the the, the nuance of how they mesh and they say so much to me without actually saying it and it's yeah, it's, it's a skill. It's kind it of gorgeous. Skill, I, I don't think anyone. I don't think any of us could underestimate the amount of prep that you have to go through to be able to to do it properly. To do it properly. Yeah. You know, I imagine that um, you know, in order to turn up and to deliver a, a ceremony that's going to be as, well, the standard that I've seen for it through Zena and, and a couple of others, that yeah. there's a huge amount of work goes into crafting that script, or uh, you know, understanding the couple and, and knowing what to say, what not to say, and yeah, there's a real skill in, in in being able to understand that story. Yeah. Um, and to the to the, and then to step up and and kind of, I suppose in a way, kind of put on a bit of a show, really. Yes, and be very sensitive to the moment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you might have written like a super uh, high energy kind yeah. of section, and you realise that oh, you just need to g the crowd a little bit earlier, otherwise that bit won't yeah. work. So two two pages before, you start just fizzing it up, throwing in a few ad libs, stuff like that. And because you know this couple so well, you'll know the names of all the relatives. You'll know the names of the dogs and the children. So if someone laughs, you can actually say their name. Then that gets an extra laugh, you know, and and so the prep serves you well for being able to read the room, surf the room, yeah. anticipate the room, and make everybody comfortable as well, because you know it's the comfort of all of that that mm. that's the joy. Yeah, because you're not just you're not just reading a literal script, you know. There's an element of performing yeah. that you're going to have to get that you obviously have to go through, and yeah, to to be able to remember like people's names in the audience. That's, mm. I mean, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember songs that were in movies that you know. Right? So no, I think it's I think it's incredible, really. But but there's a lot of that that's kind of that's very last. I mean, you do know them, but what you do is you spend the days, two days, one day before D Day, 
W day. Yeah. Um, just making sure and honing it and just saying, yes, yes, I know this. Do, do, do. That's Debbie and that's Pete and that's Rinda and that's other. So you just, you're doing your homework. You're doing last minute prep. But I mean, you do that too, you know, wedding suppliers, we prep. Yeah. We prep the hell out of it, you know, and then we know that on the day, the day is the moment and that's actually the buzz and the joy for it for us i'm using the word joy a lot have a shot every time i say joy <laughs> um celebrants like the word joy it's easy to spell and um you know it's it is that joy of the moment and things going wrong catch that you catch that you've got a frame of that that's people will remember how how they felt mm. at that moment how the room smelt for goodness sake, you know, you, you zoom into it. It's, it's photography. I mean, I probably shouldn't say this as a celebrant, but you know, the one thing that wedding couples should have is photography before they have a celebrant. It's heretical. No, no, I, know. <laughs> I know you're not, but I maybe should disagree with me, but I really don't because it's very hard to actually remember intense things and I have lots of kind of hints and tips for my couple and the way I write scripts I deliberately write them to be memorable for the couple mm. so that there aren't kind of screeds of things that are serious all the way through I break them up with small jokes or small uh, non sequiturs or more or, uh, unusual words deliberately so that it slightly it jars in a correct way in brains and people remember that they hold on to that because if you use t the more typical kind of wedding phrases which are very beautiful you know if you're using phrases like love and commitment you know lifetime love soulmates all this kind of thing that people would would enjoy mentioning in their ceremony it's great but it it becomes wallpaper if you don't spice it <laughs> wow i appear to be going towards a recipe <laughs> but it Metaphor. is it is yeah you know you can't you can't just kind of vanilla forever you have to add a bit of yeah chili to the vanilla yeah yeah do people yeah, do yeah, that yeah, yeah add chili to vanilla yeah maybe <laughs> maybe not from um so from a from just to go back to like a, a business point of view mm -hmm. a little bit um so you set up in what 2019 was it yes. you said yes yeah i i trained and, and the, sat up in 2019 how's the set up, set up. How, how those i mean obviously we had 2020 which we don't need to go into but the, how, how's that how are those first few years of business experience been as a as a celebrant sam. have you found that process? sam so igor <laughs> studio ninja yeah let's just talk let's talk a little bit about our sponsor and i was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because i really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business and yeah one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board. Mm -hmm. Like, do I need somebody that's going to help me just, you know, perform some of the admin tasks? And when I looked at it, and I re it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for? I realised that I don't actually do much admin. Yeah. And I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah. My invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out, email templates, email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah. Everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway so it kind of defeats the whole point of a va so for me it is a very integral part of my business yeah. and i think when you're running a business you're self-employed like we are mm -hmm. you know being efficient yeah being productive making sure that 
things run in the right order. If you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task, you have to say to yourself, why am I repeating this? Automate it. Um, and if you can automate it, then that's it. And that's really where Studio Ninja fits in with me and my business. And they have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So yeah. what's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. How have those first few years of business experience been as a, as a celebrant? How have you found that process? It felt like I'd always been doing it, which is really bizarre. I, it, it was like two camps of the fact that I knew that I'd only just started. But to quickly answer <laughs> five questions ago or something, when I did my first wedding, I felt like I'd always been doing weddings, even though I was very well aware that I'd never done a wedding before. Yeah, but even now, even now, just listening to you, it just it just comes natural to you, just the way you speak about it and everything else. And yeah, just people, humans in general, it just feels like you you draw that out, you read people really well, and you communicate that really, really well, yeah, which it's is... Like, it's just having that passion as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it, that's it. And even, <laughs> I was thinking, you should do like a, a masterclass for, for photographers and vendors just in general on how to communicate with clients, oh my just God. in general. How to communicate with clients and how to read people, because I can see so much. Oh, God, well, <laughs> yeah. that's... That's very sweet. I, I feel like, you know, I just try to be open. And, you know, I, I keep going on about it. because It's because I'm aware that I'm creeping towards 50. I'm going to be 48 this year. So as I get older, I get less stressed about things like, I don't know, how I appear or if I, if I fuck up or whatever and I think this journey towards celebrancy and you know wallowing in in celebrancy and enjoying the fact that it's just got this infinite variety you know meeting new people all the time that are equally in love but the way that they love is so different and the way that they express their love is Mm. so different you know I've had I've had couples that really just don't kind of use lovey-dovey language to to each other at all, not at all. And we absolutely bear that in mind when we write the ceremony. And I just put like one in and I say, right, and you've had it now and that's it. And then you put a joke straight after it to just, you know, soften the fact that it was lovey-dovey. And then there are other couples that are just, that is their, literally language is their love language. And they express it absolutely through that. And these are the couples who write the reams of personal vows to each other. It's like they do that whole, I make a, an opera joke now, um, the marriage of Figaro where he gets, a, uh, he gets the list out. And, yeah, and you know, they, they get the whole A4s rather than the haiku for their personal vows <laughs> because they need to, because that's how they love each other. They love each other through chewing words and and giving them to the other so to give each couple that individual space to have what they need is yeah it i'll never get bored 
I mean, if I do, I'll give up. But I can't see how I can because humans are all unique. And also when they pair up, they create a third thing that's unique. It's two unique people and then that's a third unique thing. So they'll keep surprising me. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And um, just me really thinking about it, especially with the... In my mind, what you do, yeah, just listen to you, what you do is quite, it's quite taxing. You've got to prep quite a bit. So um, how many, how many couples do you have per year? Is it? Yeah, I have to keep it down. And that, I mean, it sounds like such a heavy diamonds kind of bullshit that people try to say on, oh no, heavy diamond shoes diamond shoes yeah and my diamond shoes are too heavy i okay i i yeah i do words for yeah. a living um <laughs> yeah you know it sounds like a fake boast doesn't it saying oh you know i'm full so quickly because i can't take many people because because uh, i'm so exclusive <laughs> but 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 i but i really am because my brain would explode it absolutely would explode so the maximum I do, I aim to do, is seven every two months. And therefore, that's got a lot of wriggle room in it. Mm -hmm. So I could do five and two. Or even six and one, as long as I get to have a nice big rest in the one and maybe only do two the next month. So you always, always count it yeah. within the two months. Yeah. Periods. I mean, you know, these things yeah. are... They vary. ...wiggly. Yeah. And, you know, you can't predict when people will give dates and won't give dates and will postpone but the ideal is that and i do manage to stick to that like i've i've got one next month and one the month afterwards and then it starts kicking off in that way but i wanted to have the first um three months of the year to just reset decompress yes yeah, yeah to to decompress and to reset i have got a big a busy august this year and I was watching and I am very envious of your non-busy August yeah, Sam. I've got, I've got two in the last 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 weekend and, and I, turned, I turned, think turned to the way for August. I think 2024 I will be doing that because Albert will be 10 yeah. then and I just think do you know what I can do it you don't have to marry everyone you don't you know I'm not doing that many people there will be couples I don't have to compromise my rest and my family time and it's and it's hard to say that when you haven't been doing it that long you know I was singing for 20 years plus and then I've not been doing this you know a quarter as long yeah so you still against, get a little it bit goes against that idea isn't it like when you're in, yeah. when you're in the early stages of your business you just need to just say yes to everything yeah 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 hustle hustle it's um, fine if you're, you know, yeah. 25 and you haven't got any kids and family. It's like, no. You, you can't do it when you've got kids and, and a partner. It's just not, it's just not viable. Yeah, it's, Some, something, it's true. Something breaks. Yeah, absolutely. But then, you know, the kind of the flip side of that that's obvious is you also have to earn money as well. And mm -hmm. we do have a mortgage. It's not just me titting around for pin money. It's, it's something where I do actually have to, yeah. to earn. So there is an element of pressure there but this element of pressure is nothing compared to that perfectionist thing of singing this is nothing you know if well actually couples don't ghost me usually they just would say oh 
we've decided not to or we've decided that our budget can't stretch to you or what have you i it doesn't bother me and it and it truly doesn't it's not just oh it doesn't bother me because it's again it's a really small thing compared to the stress of the music industry it it's really hardcore and weird and flaky you think you're a perfectionist <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just you wait. yeah yeah exa- exactly so it's just anything that's considered a really horrific thing in the wedding industry is just like ah it's fine bring it on <laughs> no that's amazing and you clearly as we said we have said that you invest a lot of time in your couples and everything else but within all your couples is there sort of like specific traits that you identify i know they're all different and everything else but what i'm trying to get to have you got sort of like uh not dream client but have you got yeah those specific traits that you see within the clients yeah that that you not attract yeah definitely that's i mean that is still a thing for a celebrant as much as for any other wedding supplier that you do have a an ideal couple and i think my ideal couple are, are really hard working <laughs> like they're really invested in this process with me um i do do quite a large percentage of weddings that one might possibly call luxury but luxury is such a weird term mm. and it's all very complex and a bit grim so we'll just pop it over there <laughs> but um i have noticed that in general the idea of um when couples have more budget to spend they're usually more time poor and when couples are more time poor they pay people to do stuff for them so they might not be interested in spending five hours whatever with me talking about their heart you know doing the work that i do demand it is an essential part of it i could knock up i could cowboy a ceremony it would be crap it will it will be fine but it they wouldn't know which is the sadness they wouldn't know what they could have had mm. and so i i do refuse to do it i not that anyone's asked me but i mean i just made a decision myself this is how I do it. So I shout a lot about the process <laughs> on my website, on my Is there sort Instagram. of like a minimum amount of time the couples that you have to sit down for couples in order to kind of like I don't really get their hour, vibe I and don't what really they are about? It, but when I meet couples before we book, we it can be two hours, two and a half hours. I don't say let's have a free half hour and then you can book me. I treat it as if we're booked. And this is like yeah. initial meeting. It's yeah. not even they're not even booked. Yeah. That, yeah. that must be the first. Ooh. That's that's the first real signal, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. you've got to be invested to, yeah. to sit down with a supplier for two two to three hours. You have to be committed to that. Yeah, that's that's exactly There's no right. No two ways about it. Yeah. So if they do that, and already when I've got, I put myself out there quite a lot. I put I put absolutely my heart and soul into my website that oh, we, and it shows. Did. thank it really you shows. thank you mm. it took a long time but of course <laughs> a long yeah, long time, <laughs> long time. Yeah. um but but it's 
it's even more important because I, you know, I'm selling copy, I'm selling my brain. Mm. It's so important. Um, But also things that are more... That's a really difficult thing to to sell, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A really difficult thing to sell. Yeah. It's, it's, I I don't uh, talk about things like value for money of a celebrant as opposed to a registrar. Because my couples aren't interested in that. Mm. My couples are interested in me. My couples are interested in our journey that we're going to go on together. I don't have to convince them yeah. that I'm worth it's that it. that experience again, isn't it? Yeah. So by the time they get in contact with me, they will probably have looked at my Instagram. Even though a lot of my couples don't have an Instagram account, they still say, we scrolled all your Instagram, we read all your stuff, we looked at all your previous couples... Instagram's still really good, guys. It's, you know, even though it's dying and the engagement (laughs) is crap, it's not to do with that. It's another window. You know, you can't... There are things that I can say and I can put on... I don't know why Instagram's over there. (laughs) That's that's where Instagram is. For those of you that can't, they're not watching it, but yeah, Instagram is there. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Instagram. Um, You know... There's so much that I can talk about and I I can react and I can put little extra points in. That would make a mess of a website. Even if you filled a blog and I've got to start blogging this year. (laughs) I will. I will. I shall. It's happening. Um, You know, and so it's it's just a different flavour. Even if they're not looking in your stories because they don't have an account, it's still, the grid is still, still lovely. Um... So, yeah, I I think I would say, I can't put numbers on it, but I'll give it a go. Like 85% of the couples that get in touch with me book with me, probably more percent-wise, because they did all the getting to know me before they got to know me. So yeah. they'd already made the decision and were just checking I wasn't like a 90-year-old Romanian builder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know, well, I did that's, look that's, the same. That's how it should be. Yeah. I, I think people get it the wrong way around a, a little bit. They think too much about just getting people through their door yeah. to have a conversation with and them. And to convince them. Rather Isn't that than, exhausting? Yeah, absolutely. Rather than going, I'm going to sell... You know, your website should be there and your Instagram account should be there to sell you before... You know, I, I'm, I, exactly what you said there is exactly how I feel when couples come to me and we, we Zoom or we chat. I already feel like they've, they've decided they're just checking that yeah, I yeah, exist. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not a weirdo. Yeah, well... <laughs> No, oh, awkward. No, checking, checking yeah. that you are the weirdo that they wanted. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that that's, yeah, that you that's are. It, yeah. yeah. Um, what have been the what have, what have, what have been the difficulties or the challenges that you faced in in setting up a business, uh, other than the obvious c word that we've encountered in 2020? Yes. Like, okay. Are there any I have the, already the said the c word kind of, once already. That's all right. I know it's today. fine. But like, um, yeah. Okay. Um, I've al- I already knew kind of had to do accounting um, because I've been doing it for many years but this is a different kind of accounting so I had to re I had to unlearn and relearn so that was a bit weird because it was kind of counterintuitive I was thinking this isn't really uh, a fun use of my time um, I mean, that's a totally valid thought. No, <laughs> no one thinks accounting's fun, do they? Uh, Unless you're an accountant. Yeah. They don't think accountants think accounting's fun, do they? Uh, I think they do. Some. 
the really passionate ones. We need to get one, like a really passionate yeah. one. Yeah, we'll there must be one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Get them that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just we'll that find, one. We'll ask them that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think really it's. I I've been trying to think in a kind of a a, a medium term not strategy, but where I see myself in two to three years' time because I'm taking this very seriously um, because I love it and I want to uh, constantly refine and polish what I offer for couples um, to please myself because the aforementioned Hermione Granger (laughs) attitude um, still exists, but also to just to, to be... The best that I can be, which is a huge cliche, but it's absolutely true. I can't just, the more weddings you do, you could think, well, I wrote something similar to that three years ago. I'll just have a look at the one I wrote three years ago and just tweak it. Because that way lies danger. Because then you're kind of trying to puzzle piece into an an old jigsaw with a new piece and it just won't ever fully fit and you'd have to cut it with scissors and it won't ever look right no way no way so you have to keep you have to keep that creative spark nice and nice and juicy um also you know I will never be able to do more than the amount of weddings that I do now so I can't up level I can't get a team in you know I'm me and that's what I have so the only way that I can kind of up level is by charging more or doing say more uh, destination weddings or just making sure that I know that I have a full year and the year is filled in a way that that fulfills not just the couples and leaving all the right time for the couples but also leaving all the right time for me and my family as well because that is just as important a part of being a sole trader as as the being able to say i'm booked thing so it's who who are you doing it for yeah 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 exactly 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 so so it's it's really exciting to be able to think about those things and uh like this year i've I've just joined La Lista. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So I'm I'm kind of excited about the idea of doing some more destination weddings. Yeah. Brilliant. And uh yeah, so it's just it's just trying to to learn how I can get better. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think one thing sorry, I think one thing that you'd said there that stood out was just that just the importance of setting those kind of brand values and like going, I will not dip I will never dip below that. I'll never cut that corner. Yeah. Because it, it you, know, you described it as seeing as danger, and it is. It's, yeah. You have to, you have to have a, you have to make a conscious decision. I think when you're in business, to say what you will and won't do. And I think if I look back on my early years of business, the one thing I kind of regret not doing was kind of sort of setting those boundaries and giving myself, like myself, something. And it was all about just be busy, be busy, do more work. Yeah. It's tempting. I'm not even ashamed of myself for doing it. It was just part of my process. And yeah, I yeah. learned from it, but you, you do. It's very easy to fall into that. Just going to be really busy because I've got to be busy. Yeah. You and know. seem to be but busy then, yeah. as well somehow. It's yeah. one of these things where, and I realise that, you know, there, there's like, I do often, there's a kind of, I like a meme, as you might know. 
Well, your Instagram says it all. (laughs) (laughs) And And I do have a meme that I share about, you know, that it's really sad when couples get in touch and you're already booked for the date. And I'm not doing that to create a kind of scarcity rush and to say, oh, Make sure that the 2027 couples get in touch right now. <laughs> you know, please don't, because I need my fees to go up before then. But, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I do really mean it, because I want couples that get me. And they. it's so funny sometimes. You hear, like, after I've booked couples, they say, oh, we knew months before that we wanted to book you, but we just got right. And you're like... Yeah, it's 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 a horrible feeling, isn't it, when that that huge yep. dream, wonderful inquiry comes in? You're like, I know that date rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, maybe it's not. No, it is. It, it is. is but it is. <laughs> it happens. It's yeah. part and parcel of the industry, especially when it's people that you really click with, and you're yeah. kind of like, oh, yeah, ah. you know, you yeah. could have absolutely nailed that perfect, yeah. perfect match, but there will always be more couples yeah. in the yeah. nicest way possible. Marriage will always be a thing that people want to do. And yeah. I keep remembering that in the dead of night when I think I haven't had an inquiry this week. <laughs> it's fine. And it's a good opportunity to really pass it on and, and to, to your peers, to yeah. the people that you really, really like. And yeah, that in turn will return to you as well. So, so yeah, I love that. Um, I want you to really think about this, yeah? Okay, um, that sounds scary. No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> but I very much see you as like, um, you know those adverts for Hewlett Packard um, where you might have like a dark room and you just see like a burst of colour just coming here and then the CMYK sort of like <laughs> a bit of cyan a bit of you're magenta okay. a bit of yellow that, that is you that is you that's what I kind of like to see just burst of colour in dark um, I kind of like that yeah yeah I think it's that's, nice that's how I see you I'll, see, I'll but, take it <laughs> um, for the couples booking you what would you say it's kind of like your USP better said I was gonna. I was gonna ask. Yeah, that's it. I was gonna ask um, for the registrars. What would you, if you compare yourself to a registrar, right. what would be sort of like your USB? Why? Why book you? Yeah. But then taking a whole other level, comparing you to other celebrants. Yeah. And here you go. Sing your praises. Sing your strengths. Oh God. Tell us about it. Why should people kind of go with you? I think that it's very simple. If you click with someone, you click with someone. And it, and it it's not just saying, oh, I do this kind of wedding and I do colorful weddings or I do elegant weddings or I do high-end weddings. And that's that's the same with all wedding suppliers, you know? I'm I'm really it's it's going to sound like some sort of, you know, uh, beauty queen answer. I'm not actually competing with other celebrants. I'm not actually competing with registrars because if a couple have decided that they're going to go with a registrar, then that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? Good. Because couples should do what couples want to do. It's amazing how you remove yourself from that. Yeah. No, it's no, good. No, it's, it's good. It's good. It's no, true, no, it's good. It's though. good. No, it's true. I mean that in a good way. Because, because you know, I'm going to be irritating to yeah. some people and that's correct. You know, not everyone can love everyone. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think being aware of having that awareness that you just had there yeah. means that your brand and your your Instagram feed and your account comes across as like this is who I am. Yeah. This Good. is what I do. Good. And and not not falling the trap of I can do this. I can also do this. I can also do this. I can do this type of way. I'll yeah. do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because when you fall into that bracket, which plenty of suppliers do, yeah, and they often tend to be the ones that then end up five years down like going, I hate my job. Yeah. Ooh, hate it. Well, it's because you've you've tried to just appease everybody. Yeah. Rather than just trying to appease the people that connect with you and click with you like yeah. you've, exactly like you've said. And the satisfaction yeah. that you get from those people like is just exponential compared to just turning up, serving I love yeah. my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it's I think it's just that it's that having that awareness, isn't it? Yeah. Like this is who you are, this it's is a mindset. You're about. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. You like it? Great, let's chat. You don't like it? No worries. But I can understand when suppliers don't have that uh mentality or that confidence to be able yeah. to say that because you know it's it's been a tricky few years yeah and couples are more reticent at the start of 2023 and also you know we've got the worst government in history and you know when is it, it you, it's very hard to be able to see into the future and think oh you know this is gonna even up for us mm. and electricity will get cheaper and all these things so you know what what then you think is oh you know maybe i'll just throw in a discount here or maybe i'll just remind people that you know i'm the same price as the registrar or maybe as soon as you do that it, it's it's a different mindset and it's and i i, I understand it i do understand it but it, it doesn't help you either. It doesn't help you find your couples. So, um, yeah. yeah. It's a really difficult, it's a really difficult one to advise. It's isn't a it? really, but it's a but hard it's, balance, uh, exactly, isn't it? Exactly how you describe that. It, it is, it's a really difficult place to be as a supplier. If you're struggling for the year, you know, sticking to your guns at this yeah. price when no one's booking you at that price, it's yeah, tough, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, I don't know what I don't know where I was going to go with that. No, no, no. <laughs> just, in my, just I'm sure just people, reaffirming the I, point. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that anybody in the industry will be going. Yeah, it's really it's really tough. Like, what do you do? How do you advise on that? But it's just that that balance, isn't it? Between like we can see the dangers of going after, let's say, the pay packet. Yeah. For the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. From a brand point of view, but then from a you've know, got like you say, we've got to live, got to pay the yeah. bills, got to have more, got to cover the mortgage. I'm just trying to think from so tough. Yeah putting myself in sort of like let's say I was your mentor mm. and I was within the financial district sort of thing and um, not within weddings so completely removed emotionally yeah. from it really and you explain that to me in that situation it's not your situation but explaining that situation you kind of like me putting myself in that frame of mind I would kind of like being just put your just lower your prices so you can get more yeah. Yeah. more income I think yeah I think That's I also think it depends where you're at. Yeah. I think it depends where you're at, like for the year, like mm -hmm. financially, like yeah. what you've got coming in. Like, are you book? Have you booked people at that price? Have yeah. You, are you established? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're in the position of being like, you've got a year under your belt. Yeah. You've only got a handful booked in for this year. You desperately need work. Yeah, you're going to have to start yeah. Yeah, hustling yeah. and yeah. hustling yeah, yeah, yeah. hard. Go and get that bread. Dropping the prices down and doing what you've got to do, but. Yeah, because we will come out of this eventually, hopefully. Yes, like, yes, sorry, I didn't mean to sound We will, no, 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 no. But it, but it will. It's and, good. And, you know, it's all horrible. It's, it's always just like kind of, 
you know, it's refinement, isn't it? You know, yeah. You've got to get the work in first, I suppose. Yeah. Anything that you're excited about this year? Uh, I, I'm just, well, oh, it's, it sounds, it's, 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 that was like a, no, no, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited about lots and lots and lots mm-hmm. of things, but a weird one that I'm excited about that's really specific is just doing my first wedding in the Barbican because the Barbican, the Barbican. is so Oof. gorgeous. Oh, no, and it was one of my that. first London oh. crushes after I moved to London. I was yeah. just walking around going. Oh, yeah, especially you being a Londoner. Oh, yeah. 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 I was just like, oh, this is perfect. Walls. It's so brutal, but also you've got all this kind of art as well and the feeling of creativity and the kind of the retro vibe I just love it so I'm very excited about that um I yeah and I have a couple of uh couples that are very exciting uh for different reasons uh one being that she's one of my oldest friends um yeah does it on the day just sometimes surprise you or are you able to kind of predict um, usually it it's how I expect it to be, but not always. Sometimes I think um, a couple has asked for a very, what one might kind of term a traditional kind of classic wedding structure where they just said, we're very, we want it to feel very personal and, and it is personal in its flow, but essentially what you're talking about is two readings and some vows and a ring and then a kiss and then an exit, mm. maybe with a certificate. And I don't object to doing that. I don't always think that, you know, add all the bells and the whistles and the shots and the unicorns and all of that doesn't make it better. It's much more kind of tingly and gritty. Yeah, it just depends on the couple, isn't it? It's got to mean something to them. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it for the sake of it. Don't do it just to be wacky. If you are, if it truly is what what's within you to add it yes add it it'll be obvious from your story it'll be obvious but don't just add it because you've seen it in a style shoot please please don't but um yeah so this was just a very kind of classic wedding it was at the asylum i've done quite a few at the asylum beautiful gorgeous it's one of my favorite venues yeah i mean the lighting it's like an instagram filter in yeah, there yeah, it just really makes is. everyone 10 years younger <laughs> very happy um and all of the guests were absolutely 100% emotionally on point all the way through. Usually there will be, you know, some element of the guests where you kind of have to bring them along and I maybe pay a bit more attention to them to just bring them into the fold, as it were. And there'll always be some, which is really interesting, right at the back, who are like kind of wonderful proud mums or something right at the back, even though they're probably just friends of friends or something but they're like at the back and I'm catching their eyes and they're so involved that particular guest list every single person in there was just it was all eyes on the couple it all of the eyes like 80% of them were crying at the same time <laughs> at certain emotional moments my work here is done <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like yeah done and it, I, I went into it thinking it would be beautiful and it was classic and it was exactly what they wanted and they would be so happy. And actually, I think it surprised 
then they were the, they were going to originally have uh, an Italian wedding because they're absolutely crazy on Italy. And instead they had a kind of Italian eight wedding in England because of COVID and what have you. And the bride said to me that she was so glad that she couldn't have the wedding that she originally wanted because then she wouldn't have had that wedding. Oh God. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I think we all get that. Like, it's, it's, again, it's, doesn't, gosh, it's difficult to the words out sometimes, isn't it? Like, I think sometimes things that don't go to plan tend to be the things that we remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to go to plan, but you have to be, you have to embrace it not going to plan. Yeah. You have to be ready. That you, really you have treasure. to be ready for it yeah. to not, like, to, go somewhere that's unexpected yeah yeah because you can be surprised i think i often think sometimes actually wonder whether couples that have this it's almost like if you have this expectation of how it's going to be and how it should be yeah that you're almost going to be disappointed yeah because you're constantly thinking oh yeah this didn't happen or that yeah whereas if you go into it going i'm just excited i'm just no expectations but you've set yourself up to have a good time yeah then People, couples tend to, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, that that ceremony, it's not like it completely surprised me. It was, it was beautifully written, and they were very vulnerable with me, and they shared mm. a lot of information. We did the work, so I don't know. I don't know why I would. I, yeah. It was, it was really, really special, and it did, you know, really bring it home to me that you don't have to have an astonishingly remastered wedding ceremony that doesn't look like anybody else's in any way at all for it to really do the job and to be absolutely just Mm. perfection for them so yeah it was yeah it's really satisfying that's amazing how have you found your experience of working with photographers or oh better said (laughs) better said um, I don't know. I don't know. Better said. Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it there. How have you found your experience working with photographers? Good, bad, the ugly. Working with photographers, I, in the nicest way possible, I do not know what, what, what you're doing in the ceremony. I have no idea. You are complete ninjas. Studio ninjas. Um, <laughs> complete ninjas. When I see pro photos come back, I'm like, oh, were they there? Were they there for the... Ri-? I'm sure that... No, I have no idea. I I honestly have no idea where you go because I'm... Yeah, I'm in your zone. You're in your zone. Yeah. And you, you just, you're just never obtrusive. Never, ever, ever. And I mean, that's... I mean, some of them are. That's but... idea. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, I've white. never... never. Kind of what you've always going... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think it would take a lot yeah. for me to be like, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they do exist, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't think they will exist in the market that you work in. I think, I think that's, that's what the, it that's, is. That's the key. That's I think that's key. what it is. And also, I don't get, you know, the ubiquitous bridezilla, groomzilla, couplezilla hmm. cliche. Because those kinds of uh, personality tropes don't really want to book me they wouldn't be like yeah let's go and spend hours talking about feelings <laughs> they're like no the napkins have to be yeah. folded correctly 
exactly. Yeah. So I think it's just, I just work in a kind of more, more fun. And also I kind of, you know, I know that photographers will be pleased to see me rather than a registrar. And I know yeah, that absolutely. photographers will be pleased to not just have to stand in one spot, like in certain yeah. churches you, where they just get told to stay in one spot. At the back. Yeah, exactly. And don't, don't <coughs> cough. Don't cough. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and, and like I said earlier, you know, I, I would always say that it's absolutely essential to have a photographer because the photographer ends up being your memories. In 50 years' time, mm. you will enter your memories through that photo. It'll be like the Take On Me video. So, does that hit? <laughs> okay. I was feeling old saying that. Well, great songs again. all the time. Um, and videos. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and so... Uh, yeah, it's it's just always lovely, and you know, t touching possibly on the whole kind of allowing people to have photos for uh, for publicity and for website use and stuff. I've always been really lucky with photographers saying yes, please do share. Obviously, credit. Obviously, I do. Obviously, I don't filter. Obviously, I don't fuck around with it. Why would I know? It's not my yeah. business, <laughs> you know. But. I also know that when couples come on my grid and see, for example, an asylum wedding, then they go, oh, who's the photographer that did that? That looks nice. I know that it's a, it's a kind of a, a useful eeksy-peeksy yeah, getting, totally, getting yeah. yourself in front of the eyes of couples. And I know that equally couples have found me via even florists, weirdly. I mean, I find that an odd path. But I've had I've had florists recommend me to couples because the venue had a florist that did like ninety percent of their flowers, and they recommended me, so it kind of wiggled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wiggled to of, me. And yeah, I mean, me and Igor are both we harp, we've harped on about it countless times, haven't we? About yeah. the the power of sharing and mm -hmm. collaborating with fellow suppliers, and yeah. you know, not charging for it, but just you know, crediting and being. Uh, respectful of, of each other and, and, and each other's work and it can be hugely beneficial for suppliers to be like yeah. that but yeah each to their own eh yeah and yeah. it's it the only kind of sad well it's not sad it's just one of these things when you're constantly talking in a wedding ceremony there will be a million pictures of you looking like an absolute fool yes you will be looking like a fish you'll be like ah be like eh. Lots of double chins, triple chins, which is why it's important to also have branding shoots yeah. <laughs> to show that you do have a face and a smile and not just a gun. Um, but yeah, I've been really fortunate with all of that and it is important. I don't often put up non-pro photos on my Insta. I like it to have that. Yeah, professional gloss. look. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, that's great. Yeah amazing um i'm intrigued as to why you've got tossing coin in your questions <laughs> like, I've, is that the surname thing yes no? it is is it yes yeah. it is yes it it's, is it was very cool how did you find out well, about I, I do my research diamond. you do your research um yeah uh when was it god the years they blur into like one big lump of time don't they yeah. one december i just really like the story yeah it's it is a really good story it's a heterosexual hold on, hold couple yeah uh, nah, uh tossing <laughs> coin do tell oh. well i'm glad you asked sam um yeah it, uh, 
heterosexual wedding at the uh, motel studios if you know it under the arches yeah um i feel like that's a song anyway you can go on google later and um it was in december not that that matters but you've got that kind of cozy arch feel so you can imagine it in your head and the couple always right from the very start both had equally cool surnames like i don't know medium cool we're not talking like amazing but you know not like denver docker well exactly no. exactly <laughs> exactly but um equally acceptable surnames and they truly didn't know which surname they wanted to take and they really were happy to take the wife's surname or the husband's surname but they desperately did not want to double barrel because they were both quite long surnames and it Mm. would have been just very chewy and a bit ridiculous so they definitely wanted to do that and then the um husband's dad is uh I can't remember the proper word for it, but a coin collector. So he had got an enormous cartwheel penny um, and we literally tossed a coin in their ceremony to decide which surname they would take. And it was very exciting. I bet it was. It really was. If you talk about all those other things where it's like you're creating excitement and you don't really know how it's going to feel until you actually get in the ceremony... (laughs) <laughs> Again, it all, t- it all ties into this whole thing of like, it's the unexpected stuff, isn't yeah. it? And Unpredictability of and a wedding. Just imagine that's, that's you as a guest as well. Imagine you as yeah. a guest being there and you're very much like, I want her. Well, it's, it's a story. <laughs> I want her. It's a story. It's a story to tell, isn't it? Yeah. As well. yeah. you know, those, those guests will talk about that yeah. in 20, 30 years' time. They'll yeah. go to other people and go, you won't believe what happened. Do you remember the time when? Yeah. yeah. And it was, and it really was, they wanted it to be chance because... Who won? It was the groom. And it was, it was one of those things where, like, the grandma of the groom cheered incredibly loudly and it was a bit like, ooh, pa- <laughs> pa- <laughs> patriarchy. Yeah. But I kind of wanted the bride to win. Win. Because I just wanted, I often feel like um, I'm kind of like a little spy inside the wedding industry, just very gently unpicking the patriarchy from the ceremony. You know, just very gently. I always take the rings off the best men if I can, because the best men don't give a shit. They don't. They don't think, oh, thanks for picking me, for giving the rings. They're just like, oh, God, and I've got to remember yeah, I've got them the pressure now. now. Yeah. And they, they don't care. But if, I mean, you know, if you give the rings to the mums to give and to put them on, it suddenly becomes this beautiful welcome to the family thing. Yeah. Or you give them to your siblings or your oldest friends or two tiny children to just steal the show do that you know don't give them to the best men best men don't don't care what other wedding traditions need to go in the bin um well i would never say <laughs> here we go <laughs> you would... didn't even take a breath yeah <laughs> i would never say it but i'm gonna say no i would never i would never i put oh i'm chinning your very expensive lovely mic um i would never say completely in the bin 100 percent ever because there is always some sentimental reason yeah. for some people to do the traditional thing um But I do like it, for example, that if you're going to do the traditional groom at the front bride coming in, for both parents, if both parents are still around, to walk 
the bride rather than just the father. Yeah. Or if, for example, it means everything to the father and the mum would get too nervous, get the mum of the groom to walk the groom in just before the ceremony, just to balance yeah. it a little bit. None of this is to say, oh, you know, we're better than you and more, more cool than you because yeah. we're not doing the usual thing. It's just to make every single element slightly more considered yeah. and more thoughtful. And again, if there are younger people in the guests, then they would just be like, oh, we could do that. Yeah. You know, because the only reason that people think, oh, you can only do it one way is because it's in every TV show, every film, every everything. And, and people just do what they see. Whereas if you show them something different, then they're like, well, all right then. Yeah, this is, this is great. We can do that. There's always some way to do it, to make it mm. cooler. And it doesn't have to be big. <laughs> little little tweak little tiny, tweaks, tiny tweak I did see um, it, one of the very last church wedding ceremonies that I sang at there was a lovely thing where you know uh, where there is an extra part at the start of the ceremony where um, they say who gives this woman to this to, to be married to this man and the father takes the hand and puts it in the husband's hand and it all feels a bit like yeah. like that. The last ceremony that I saw, the mum of the groom took the groom's hand and put it in the bride's hand at the same well, time and they both did it at the same yeah, time. Good, yeah. And it was so beautifully done that I felt like the whole room went, why don't we always do that? Yeah, yeah. That's it's funny so how it's cool. that, that, like, why don't, we all, why don't we all do that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's mad. Again, it's like mad. I said before, it's so considered, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and just, it's it's so kind of respectful, but it's also not, you know, sticking two fingers up at what's come before you yeah, either. Exactly. It's just remaking yeah. traditions for a modern sensibility, and that's yeah. fine. It's that, that's idea, it. it's that ideology, isn't it, that, you know, a father owns his daughter. Exactly. I think we just yeah. all find a little, a little bit outdated. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I say a little bit, very outdated. Yeah. 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 But it's balancing it with the fact that maybe a father has been looking forward to yes. walking in. So yeah, it's totally. not like you're saying, you know, your feelings don't count. Yeah. So it's it's just important to be a little bit, you know, you know, like that. <laughs> it's like a love form of, do you know that kid slime? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like being like that. So it's really like <laughs> meldable and, and mutable, but it's still a thing. Yeah. Still a blob. Yeah, I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking there's someone listening to this that very much resonates with the way you read people um, very much in terms of that's someone when they have conversations with their friends, they're constantly listening and mm. reading and everything else and thinking, yeah, I think that would be something amazing for me to do, become a celebrant. Um, where do people even start and how? How? Right. Well, this is, this is another passion of mine. Um, you know, I did loads of training when I was a singer. I did like multiple degrees. I spent a stupid amount of years on it. It was probably more than people spend to be a doctor. I bet you did if it was free. No, like, it, wasn't free. it wasn't free. Like, I've done loads of degrees and it, it was free. Mine wasn't free. It, well, it's not. <laughs> The accommodation, isn't I'm joking, it? I'm joking, I'm, I'm joking, Sam Docker. I'm joking. Um, 
can you the, tell that Sam's bitter? Yeah. The, the postgraduate wasn't free. I had okay. to I had to do a lot of music teaching of tiny children to pay for things like that and try and win competitions and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, more probably than a doctor does to to get to be a singer. So I'm again Hermione, very fond of education, and I'm also very aware that you have to train to be good at something because if you don't train to do something for the wedding industry then when are you training in people's weddings that's not fair unless you're literally doing it for free or you're telling them and saying look i haven't done anything and i'll you know do it for a knockdown price but do be aware that i've never done this before so to me, it's just, it's just absolutely essential that you get training. You don't have to. You can have a dream and set up a website and just call yourself a celebrant. It's not, you know, same as, same as a photographer. Yeah, you could course. just go and buy a couple of, what do you call them, bodies? And I might call myself yeah. a photographer tomorrow because <laughs> I say bodies. No, but, you know, it's, you can, you can kind of do anything in, in the wedding industry and say that that's what you are. But... I'm a, I'm a really big believer that just um, look into the kind of celebrant you want to be. If you want to be a completely non-religious celebrant, then Humanist UK is great. I'm going to say that because I trained with them and they are great. But there are excellent um, uh, independent ce- celebrant uh, training courses as well. Please investigate them because they're not all the same. Just ask people that have been on them. Really pay attention to what you're paying for your money. Um, but do train mm-hmm. and continue to train. You know, CPD, going on courses. Really look at yourself. For that reason that I said earlier, you know, you, that way lies danger. If you start just sitting on your laurels and and thinking, oh, I've got this. I can just toss this off in five minutes because I've done it all before. As soon as you start thinking you know it all, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You in that's danger, it. girl. Is that that Whoopi Goldberg? No. No. Ghost. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. No, I don't. Write know. in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I think. I think whenever you get to a stage where you just think you've got it sussed or you're comfortable, I think it's time to time to shake things up a bit, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, go and go and train and 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 just have a think really think about it as well you know it's not just a matter of oh I'm training and then I've trained and off I go you know like you say it's a bit of a booming industry and there's yeah, a lot of us can, doing training well training can take shape in many different forms now yeah it might just be practicing and just you know putting yourself out there to yeah it just to, to giving yourself an op- opportunity to grow I think is the key isn't it How, however that takes shape that's right so you know I mean yeah, it's ju- it's just a matter of not taking it for granted and really listening and being open. And <laughs> lovely. Yeah. Trying your best. That's really good. <laughs> Where do you see the industry going? <gasps> the whole wedding industry. I I could see more per I could see more personal celebrant ceremonies. I think there already are, and I think if and when celebrant ceremonies are legally recognised then even more will be because that's still a barrier for a lot of couples and mm-hmm. understandably so. 
Um, I just think personality in weddings. Wedding is... Well, this is this is it, <laughs> and you do get you. to have two kind of vibes as well because yeah. you can do the whole kind of elopement, nineteen seventies enormous hat kind of thing for the legal wedding, and just take Polaroids or just have film or something. And... Have you been at my wedding before or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you can enjoy that, and then you can go and do the something else. So yeah. you know, you get your cake and eat it too. But, um, and I do, mm, do I worry about this? I probably overthink, you can tell I overthink. But I do sometimes think that when celebrant ceremonies are legally recognised, there will be some couples that want to do it but don't want to do the work. And they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's personal because we're having like a tequila shot at the end and that's it. And I'm like... But then why would I worry about that? Because they're not going to come to me. Because I'm still going to be banging on on my Instagram over here about my very, very hard-working process. So, yeah, they'll they'll go to someone else and they'll be fine. But, yeah, I, I think it's... It is all about the journey towards the wedding day. I think that's what it is. The The actual ceremony in the wedding day is... Is, is absolutely amazing. But I'd say that's about 50% of what you get from me. And the other 50% is, is a really enjoyable mm. kind of self... Um, Introspective. Yeah, like a marriage therapy, but yeah, yeah. nothing Before to do with marriage. me because I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me to fix your problems. But, you're, just making, yeah. you're making couples have a conversation aren't you yeah and And think about think about it all you know and if you're thinking about it whilst you're doing the wedding planning because we usually start six months before the day uh in earnest um you know you're making lots of decisions there about some quite kind of minor things like donut walls and i don't know magicians i'm not rolling my eyes because they're not delicious but i mean i'm just trying to think of quoted in things that um you might end up choosing in the last um months of the of the planning and it can get a bit overwhelming and a bit stressful and have we got enough to make people happy and are people going to have a good time should we should we buy some i don't know some games for people to do you know, and people panic and buy flip-flops and, you know, it's all that kind of thing. And I think if if couples are doing this work with a celebrant, it just helps them to just ground them and to just think, why are we doing this in the first place? We're doing this because we love each other. And this is the bit that matters. It brings perspective, so they're very much like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And that way, they'll just be like, if things go wrong, they go wrong. Yeah, we still love each other. Yeah, so it's fine. Your um, your passion and enthusiasm, I think, is kind of. I'm pretty sure you'll agree, is pretty unrivaled. I think <laughs> coming across incredibly well. I've noticed that my hands have become spiders. <laughs> I never thought they would, but I don't know. I just like to demonstrate things. No, but it's um, it's been, it's been, it's been great just to hear your. Um, I've already used the words passion and enthusiasm and I'm wary now that I'm speaking to somebody that uses words a lot so I'm trying to think of better words than the same two they're, words they're some of the best but, words but, they, but, they, but, they, but, they, but it is um, and I don't know what you wanted to if you want to say that. no, no, ask no. The final question. yeah yeah um, but we do want we do like to ask uh, all of our guests a, a, a question at the end Ooh. which is um, 
if you could go if you could rewind the clock to 14 year old Nat or 15 year old it doesn't matter that kind of age you know that kind of age where you're kind of discovering discovering like deciding where to go in the world what would your what would your words of advice be gosh this is that's a real kind of RuPaul drag race kind of thing isn't it looking back on little um I think I would say that I should care less because I know that that would never make me careless it would never make me actually careless but I cared too much when I was 15 I wanted 100% in everything I wanted you know absolutely everything to be what I perceived as perfect and I would say that that's you know that's still with me now but every wedding I do helps me to remember that actually there's no such thing it's stupid to think in such parameters and when you're working in service to essentially congratulate and uplift two other people all the time it really makes you remember that actually, you know, the word perfect is a bit squishy and a bit like that slime as well, you know, it's, there's a perfect for them, which isn't this kind of solid perfect yeah. made out of wrought iron. It's, it's a perfect for them. This is perfect for them. And the for them is, is the deal. So care less now, just chill. That would be the way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> just chill, my friend. No, seriously. Thank you so much, Nat. Oh, you're been, welcome. Been... Would you like your gifts? Oh, we've got oh, yeah. gifts, Sam. Um, I forgot. This is turning into a bit of a trend, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whisk the <laughs> gift. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Ooh. With an exclamation mark. Look at the enthusiasm. So, we, so yeah. So we've got envelopes here. We're opening them up, and. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and these these were made these these are a, for, for people on the um, on the audio only. This is um, a, a a real playable with paper doll of me with my most often worn celebrant outfit. Like yeah. yeah, and you can actually you can actually dress me up if you want to. I'm not the saying you have to. This. Did they actually yeah. like? Yeah, and I, I, sent, I sent these out to planners and uh, venues when I had my new website built because this uh, paper nat is on my website as well. So what's the, what stage of the, the, customer, the client journey do they get this? Oh, I, do you know I send it with the welcome pack? Brilliant. <laughs> because she's like a little Jiminy Cricket. She sits yeah. on people's desks and gets them to do their homework. <laughs> <laughs> It, are you properly doing that that's yeah, so great yeah, what know. did you Maybe pick because there's a like there's like a psychological re you see you picking that that means that you're a no it doesn't <laughs> yeah you ha it it does overbalance oh oh dear almost there but yes almost clever design isn't it yeah it's, really it's not good. bad it's um freya from debil and quince uh designed it it's really cool for Such me. A great idea. And I reckon it looks like me, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it you does. Know, it does. It completely does. A flattering <laughs> version. Talk about marketing. But it's. There we go. There Boom. we are. Hey. No, I like mic. it. But no, seriously, it's been absolutely amazing to have you. You've 
given so much to think about and yeah again emotional intelligence just kind of like creeping up on on the episode it's one of those things that yeah it's it's hard to sort of like quantify it or to teach it isn't it but it's always always amazing when you see it and you kind of like see as an example you kind of like oh yeah i get snippets of it and yeah where can people find you now I'm, Where's the Instagram? Yeah, I'm Nat Raybold Weds. That's all one word. Nat R A Y B O U L D Weds. A good Midlands surname, Raybold. Um, the same with uh, my website as well. www.natrayboldweds.com. I'm basically Nat Raybold everywhere. So just Google me, hit me up, ask me a question. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time, your honesty, your openness, um, and your stories been great yeah thank you let's go flip a coin thank you <laughs> oh, yeah. hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 